The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Showpodcast.com. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah. hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. Hey. Uh, as we get started here, because Jay is here, he's been on assignment for a couple of weeks. I found this, Jay, and I wanted to play it for you. What's up? Because, because BB, BB Newworth <laughs> is a huge fan of yours. Which is so mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> so, so I found this. Uh, if you follow Jay on Twitter, BB Newworth and he, they go back and forth quite a bit. But uh, here, I found this for you, Jay. Hello, I'm BB Newworth. Sadly, one half of all marriages end in divorce. That's over 75%. The other 25% end in drunk driving accidents. The choice is up to you. Don't get married, then drink and drive. It's a recipe for disaster. Thank you, and good night. <laughs> What is this from? Yes, Queen. I think it's from Strangers with Candy or something like I, that. Yeah. I, I, like that, I like that she messages Jay to ask him what that bird she saw in Paris was. Yeah. Wasn't that wild? You know what I mean? She wants Jay. to know. God forbid she Google it. Jay, it's I was so, in Paris and I saw this bird. What was it? It's so, that's, honestly, it's like the weirdest thing about my life is that I get so many people that hit me up at wee hours of the day or and or night and say, Hey, hey, what bird is this? What, oh what's this bird? Was it a pigeon in Paris? I hope it was a pigeon. I have like legit texts. I like and it's crazy. It's it's so weird. It's so weird. Whenever I, I te- whenever I text someone a question, I always preface it with, I know I could Google this, but I'm not going to. I'm asking you. And then oh. I ask the question. See, I Jay, just I just lie and I say, I already Googled this and didn't find anything. <laughs> See, Jay, I do the same thing, though, except it's with aging uh, hair metal band rockers. Uh, I, I swore I saw Joe. Fro- do you message no, Bill Frost? I messaged Gina. <laughs> I, I, I snuck a picture of a guy I thought was Joe Elliott. I'm like, is this the guy from Def Leppard? Anyway. <laughs> I saw him anyway. in Paris. Uh, he, he's not Joe Elliott. He's Jay Whitaker. He knows his birds, everybody. Welcome hey, back, Jay. I know my birds and stuff. Um, I have shows, but there's a lot going on with my career that I can't get into for specific reasons, but Ooh. it's all good stuff. Don't worry. Um, Is he doing comedy for the army? I don't know. I don't know what the army does. Um, I, I, I do. I work with a different branch, but, um, you know, oh. it's all, it's all oh. army to us civilians. Uh, please be respectful. You know, I'm okay. Sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, I'm just saying. I didn't no disrespect say, to the are army, you doing but, it for your work work? I just meant, were you hired by army, the separate entity, like another corporate? I don't know. Company? I don't know what the army is. I don't know who they, the, I don't know them. The <laughs> I do not know the, them. The army's the branch that the Air Force spun off of after World War II, but that's okay. I'm going to right. army mother. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyways, so um, <laughs> just hit me up on social at it's Jay Whitaker. And uh, I hope that everybody is taking care of themselves and being kind to each other because we need more of that. Please, like, I'm gonna, 
I'm going to delay this for, give me 30 more seconds, and I will just say, please be nice to each other, because everyone is trying their damn best, and -hmm. somebody's going through something right now, and it may be you, it may be someone next to you. It may be the person that's, like, uh, sitting next to you or behind you or around you. They may be in a circle with you, and they may be praying over you, or they may not be. Maybe they might be doing demonic things towards you, but still, be kind to them, because you never know. Luckily for me, I'm alone, so I don't have to be kind to anybody. He's all alone. He's quad T, too tall Tony. He's been sitting in that chair for two years now. Two years (laughs) eating the same Kirkland cluster, uh, cashew clusters. Delicious. Delicious. Check me out on Twitter at quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot podcast. And Jay, I was out on a walk yesterday around my neighborhood area. Red tail hawk. Saw a red tail hawk. It was really cool. See? That's what I like to hear. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> she's never oh, seen notes. a she's never seen a red tail hawk. She's uh, I don't know if she has or not. Rebecca Frost, everybody. I might have. I don't know. There was a bluebird in my backyard the other day. It's the truth. Is, is that anything? Well, yeah, there's western scrub jays. Those are they're blue, then they're primarily indigenous to that area that you live in. That's a fact. Yep. I just remember well. it was blue as hell. Um, I have a story. Um, Look up Western is, Scrub Jay. I bet you it's that. Western Scrub Jay? Is that not yeah, you? Yeah, I know. It sounds like a terrible uh, origin of like, <laughs> it's, it sounds like a terrible description of where I grew up. I, so I have a story that's literally not related to anything. When I was a child, um, maybe like three or something, um, my dad was out of the house probably playing a gig or something. And that the MTV Music Awards were on. And Pearl Jam was walking on stage and I looked at Eddie Vedder and I said, Daddy. And my dad was pissed when he found out. Because <laughs> your dad looked like Eddie Vedder? Because he looked exactly like Eddie Vedder. <laughs> uh, I can't. Hold on. Can't confirm. <laughs> I, I feel bad. I feel bad that I have to Google what Eddie, Eddie Vedder looks like right now. Don't Google Eddie Vedder, Google Bill Frost. No, it's like... Yeah, Google Bill Frost in 1992. (laughs) No, I... Oh, crap, I see it. I immediately see it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can confirm. I... I, I, Maybe for a month or two, but that was it. It's the eyes. It's the eyes and the cheekbones and the... the, probably just the hair. When he had the long hair. Mm -hmm. I remember when he had the long hair. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I see him in... Pajamas de gato. Yeah, wow, what a throwback. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he uh, he remembers him when he had the hair. He's yeah. Shannon Barnson. Yeah. Woo. Been working at a high school this week. Going to do it again next week. Oh. Our, teens, a- our teens are like, so scary. They're, it's fucking wild, man. It's, uh, whoa. There was a fight. <laughs> there was a giant fight. And it was all girls. And wow. the cop showed up. It was. What, were, you, were you at Cyprus? <laughs> no, I was at. Uh, uh, well, I'm not going to say where I was. Cyprus was like. Cyprus was like girl fight capital. Like, oh my god! Oh, no. is, that, is it eleven? Girl fight? Oh, like uh, yeah, it's. They they give no f's. No, they oh they're awful. Anyway, teenage girls except, are so scary. Well, so but what I've been, I've been working special ed, and uh, I just been like an assistant to these. Uh, these two, the, the two lovely girls that I work with are great. Everybody else, though, I'm just like, savages. Just, what is happening here? <laughs> savages. <You know? laughs> um, also, uh, pub quiz. 
Man, I need you guys. I need you guys to come this week. Cause uh, my financial choices have come to roost, and I oh, get no. all the door. Come on, it's, <laughs> and it's fun. It's super fun. Please, please, <laughs> please come to Pub Quiz, please. Do we make a reservation or? Uh, yeah, you go to Keys on Main, and or you could just walk in too. Or just... you'll, you'll take walk-ups, okay? Yeah, or you could just walk up and just walk in. You don't have to stay. Just give me twenty dollars and go. <laughs> I feel that. Please? Yo, you know where I'm at, Jay? You know, can we all just make that yeah. general request? Like, can you, everybody just like walk up to like any of us and give us 20 bucks? No, just Ooh. me. Just me. Let's not divert the... <laughs> no, <just> my, me. <laughs> my, if you walk, up, my if you walk up to me and you say, give this $20 to Shannon, I'm naming my pocket Shannon. That's right. There you go, Shannon. If you if you walk up to me and say and give me twenty dollars and say, "Hey, give this to Shannon," I am giving him fifteen dollars and keeping five for myself. Well, <laughs> wait, hold yeah. on. Hand, handler's As a transaction. Fee. Fee. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys think I'm joking? I'm not joking. Please, I need help. <laughs> Can I Jay? reserve a table from from across the uh, the Mississippi? Yeah. Okay. Does that go. go into He's on Maine.com. It does. Okay. <laughs> uh, what are we do? His pocket He's is named. He's on Maine.com. His, his pocket is named Shannon. He's Lee George Cade. Yep. That's what I'm naming all my pockets. I'm actually going to I'm gonna stitch Shannon on each one of my pockets, and everybody's going to think that it's for another reason. But really, it's because that's where I put my Shannon money. It's going to be pretty <laughs> awesome. So, uh, at Grimley's on all the socials, and I really only answer them sporadically because uh, I have ADHD. And I saw a squirrel. Nice. Was it a Western scrub squirrel? No, those I haven't seen no. any of those. But I did we, see a bird in my yard two days ago. It was, a pigeon. It? it was a pigeon. Ah, uh, yeah. right. okay. Our well, hostess with the mostest. Yeah, Mister Jackson. Carrie Jackson. Oh, Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety six dot com. All right. He's we have a large family everywhere. of quail that live in our backyard. Quail are <laughs> cute and delicious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's a canvasser uh, at my door, you guys. I can see her, and I hope she doesn't look at me because my window's open. Oh, no. Oh, why would you leave your window open? For the light, Tony. For the light. Just shake your head I'm no. Close. Just shake your head no. Just, just, just don't I don't. Know. What's a politic? I don't. You just do this. <laughs> <laughs> the, the finger across the neck. Is, yep. there, yeah. is there a Virgil? Is it Virgil Owens? No, it's <laughs> ooh, Chapman. Oh, he, uh, huh? I don't know. Uh, Lori anyway. Chapman? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm busy, though, lady. Uh, listen, <laughs> Geek Show Saturday Matinee. Mm. Oh, oh, I like that. Up. That's a good name, Carrie. Is that a, you like that? I, I just wrote that down this morning. I went, there you go. That's the name of it. Geek Show Saturday Matinee. I like it, too. Uh, we're uh, we're going to do this on October 29th. The first movie we're showing is Mars Attacks. The doors will open at 1130, and it's pay what you want. Yeah, and keep, come and pay. Cause, keeping you know. in mind that that part <laughs> that part we get, <laughs> uh, it, it goes to us. Uh, so it's pay what you want. Uh, we're going to do a live podcast recording and then show the movie, Mars Attacks. That's on the 29th of October at Broovies in Salt Lake City. I, I'm really excited to see that movie again. I haven't seen it in so long. Oh, it's, it's been a while, been hasn't it? 15 years for me, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. shit, my All wife right. is cool. on. Everybody cool. be cool. cool. Everybody be cool. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing, cat. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Nothing's Nothing. normal here. No, we're just talking fine. about sports. Shit. Oh, just, Carrie, that is not believable. Just, Damn, a bunch of, just a bunch of clowns eating some meat. Eating yeah. some beef. That's it. 
lady is Bi still here, you guys. She's still, she hasn't gone away? No. Has she knocked? Yeah. Okay, so she's knocked and she's not moving. Huh? Okay, wait, no, she's left a flyer. Now she's leaving. Oh, okay. I was going to say, go, go get the hose. <laughs> get off my property. That's what you do. Give her the old uh, She-Hulk's dad of treatment. Yeah, so good. I know we're in a drought, but I've got plenty of water I got, pressure. I got water pressure for days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, cousin Larry. Cousin was, Larry. Cousin Larry. That was so good. Anyway, all right. Uh, the first thing that we're going to direct you to, and you can go online and watch it for yourself. And as, as I said uh, about this when I first saw it, this is either going to be the scariest thing or the most hilarious thing. Fucking that, hell. No, not Mars Attacks. That You should have had that when we were talking about the movie. Too late. Well, you, you, Too late. You, you, didn't leave, you didn't leave me notes, Pop Pop. You just said Mars well, Attacks. Well, we were just yeah, talking about obvious. Mars Attacks. I thought maybe they were making oh, a new movie. Or, no, you just, we, okay. we just... You just, uh, Lee, you just gave Rebecca a heart attack. Ack, 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 ack. I would, right. I would venture to say that his timing was perfect. No. Okay. Uh, but like I was saying, this will either be the scariest thing that you see or the funniest thing that you see. Put it up Megan. Again. Oh. I am so jazzed for this movie. The trailer made it look incredible. That is so creepy. It's not, it's not pronounced M3GAN. M3GAN. Megan. <laughs> Megan. Uh, now, it's it's written by the, uh, the guy who wrote uh, Malignant, and that's a scary damn movie. And this is made from Blum, Blumhouse. You got producers James Wan. You've got the, all of the horror bona fides are there. Mm. But it's imagine if Small Wonder's disobedient little robot girl, Vicky, Vicky, yeah, um, became a murderous dancing psychopath. <laughs> There's all? a moment in this trailer where. Um, she, you can tell she's going to start running after a kid, but mm -hmm. she gets on all fours and starts running. Oh, and yeah. that's when I was like, <laughs> that always, that's always scary though, it's right? It's creepy. But that's yeah. the part, that's the part that made me think of Lee because Lee has a fear of robots. And this sure is a, do. this is a, like a killer robot. Ugh. Anyway, and, and you know, uh, you know, AI and all the advances we're making that have not helped me with that fear at all. Well, and this trailer will not help you with that fear. Megan uh, by Boston Dynamics. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad they finally found a way to use the tech from Alita. <laughs> yes, the the big eyes. Uh, it's mm. it's it's small wonder meets Westworld. Uh, she's more okay. than just a toy. She's part of the family. Megan is a marvel of artificial intelligence, a lifelike doll programmed to be a child's greatest companion and a parent's greatest ally. Designed by brilliant toy company roboticist uh, Gemma, that's uh, Allison Williams, Megan can listen and watch and learn as she becomes friend and teacher, playmate and protector for the child that she was bonded to. Huh. This so, is like, um, what's that Colin Farrell movie that was like award-winning? Phone booth. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um, uh, after uh, Yang. After Yang. Um, after it's Yang. like that, but scary. Because the, ch the child gets this doll because her parents just died. Child. So it's kind of like a support thing. This, but this is, this is a Lee George Cade fever dream is what is happening in this movie because the AI it's, learns 
and becomes sentient and protective. And, and she dances. <laughs> Is this robot made with like industrial strength servo motors in its uh, endoskeleton or something? Because sure. yeah. it's made for children, so it's going to be weak. You could just step on it. Uh, no. Watch the trailer, doing TikTok dances, I'm out. So, <laughs> it's made out of 1960s Tonka parts. And uh, well, never had a, oh, that should hold up forever. I got one upstairs. I got one yeah. of those upstairs. Exactly. Uh, so I got a question. Did you guys actually think Malignant was scary? I, I've not seen it, but I have been told by people that it was very scary. It is stupid. I, I laughed I, all the way through that whole movie. I yield to Rebecca. Oh, I haven't seen it. I know what oh, happens, you, though. I, I've... It I is dumb. Is it, it is dumb. What's it about? A tumor or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it has arms and legs. It's oh, oh my god. You know, it's all not this time a tumor. I, I thought that was just that uh that that movie about the wicked queen from the Sleeping Beauty. No. That's maleficent. <laughs> oh <We're> close though. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to uh Marvel. And, uh, of course, it was announced that uh, they're pausing the Blade movie to look for a new director. Um, And that's what's going to take them some time because they want to get it right. I can help them. I found the perfect director for this movie. Uh, James Samuel, he directed The Harder They Fall for Netflix. Uh, Go go and watch that and then tell me that I am correct because I am. That's, uh, so, that's the that's the Western cowboy movie that should have won awards last yes, year. Yes. Uh-huh. It was damn good. It was damn good. Or you know who else could do it is that uh, the, the, whoever directed the uh, Snoop Dogg versus Vampires. Oh, that yeah. was that stunt guy. He, <laughs> yeah. he was a stunt oh, yeah. man. Be, oh, yeah, the John movie. Wick guy. He could do oh, it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've shifted everything and pushed all of the movie dates back. Uh, Blade is now... Move to September 6, 2024. That's Ooh. like almost a year. Um, September 25th, 2024? Yeah, yeah. That's like two years from now. Yeah. Oh, they've got yeah, movies planned up until it. like 2026. Yeah. I'm it's, not mad at this. I, I say yeah. I say, do it till you get it right. Well, that's and, what, that's what yep. Kevin Feige yeah. said, you know. Um, yeah, Deadpool 3 moving to November 8, 2024, which is only about a month back. Uh, Fantastic Four have been pushed back several months to February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2025. We won't, uh, there won't be anyone to show this movie to, so good job that's posting true. movies after the apocalypse. That's optimistic. Um, Avengers Secret Wars um, has moved to May 1st, 2026. Wow. Everything has been pushed back because of this blade delay, but oh. it's all right. We've got plenty of stuff to watch that, that is the risk of having almost all your movies tie into each other if mm-hmm. one gets delayed it changes how things are presented in the timeline so you got to move everything around yep um does anybody remember barbarella besides me oh god yes carrie yes i have I very also... special memories of barbarella it's a terrible movie um but... uh but it 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 it, uh, it has a special place in my groin <laughs> Uh, Barbarella, Jane Fonda, young Jane Fonda, um, looking great. And that was all I remember. That's, that's all it was. <laughs> it's also, it's also where we got the name for the band Duran Duran. That that's was true. what, that was one of the questions uh, this week in pub quiz. Mm-hmm. Oh, were you there, oh. Lee? Yeah. In spirit. <laughs> in spirit. Uh, well, they're remaking it. This, this project has kicked around Hollywood for quite some time, 
but uh, now they've got Sydney Sweeney lined up. She's perfect. Um, she will be good, yes. Literally, all I think was it was a bunch of execs in a room, and they're like, what young hottie do we want to see in sci-fi outfits? Seriously. And they all went, Sydney Sweeney. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's going to executive produce the project. It's in development. Uh, she's, of course, from Euphoria and White Lotus. Uh, she got Emmy noms for both of those. I didn't know that. Um, for her. She, is also, she also is in Madam Web. No, she won't be because that movie's never. That's gonna not going to happen. Have you not <laughs> yeah. seen the set photos? <laughs> it's Guys, being made. It's baloney. We, uh, we well, saw we know that doesn't mean anything too. anymore. <laughs> Guys, the Madam Web movie has delayed the Blade movie. That's uh, why everything's getting holed up. Okay. You know? Everything. Guys, come on. Yep. Pay attention, guys. Jeez. Uh, Barbarella introduced in the 1962 French graphic magazine. She was a female mercenary roaming the universe in the distant future, taking on various missions. And look for Jane Fonda from 1968. Uh, yeah. With hardly any clothes on. Uh, yeah. Robert Rodriguez tried to remake this in 2007 with uh, Rose McGowan, but it didn't work out. He tried to relaunch like to... so many things with Rose McGowan. I would like out. to just quickly advocate for Sydney Sweeney. Not that I have to, but Sydney Sweeney, she's much more than just a pretty young face. She actually, uh, she goes to business school. She's a very strong advocate for herself and mm -hmm. making sure for equal pay and all that. Well, um, and, and if you've seen her in Euphoria, yeah. she's a great actress. She's really good. Mm -hmm. She can, so she can do like, it. Put that out there that she's more than just like a hot blonde. She is actually incredibly intelligent. All right. Uh, well, uh, prices are going up, and I'll tell you about that after these the messages. messages. We'll be right back. back. It's going to cost more, though. And now a message about the Geek Show Patreon from Geek Show. Patreon. <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, money, please. Money, please. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's the link. If you're not already a Patreon member, that's where you go. It's because most of you can't spell Patreon. Uh, GeekShowGotThisCovered.com will take you right there. It's only three fifty, three fifty a month. And with that, you get all kinds of secret stuff that you don't get here on this free podcast. You get deep dives into shows where we go spoilery. We say we, we don't spoil stuff on the uh, podcast too often, but we go spoilery yeah. in, the, in the deep dives on your favorite movies and TV shows. Uh, we've got all kinds of special programming that happens there. You two want to talk about that? Yeah, Tony and I, we do our kids' table reviews where we um, typically review uh, recently whatever Arby's has. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been a big Arby's <laughs> year. <laughs> Um, but our little fan base of food perverts love. We know you're out there. <laughs> we know you're out there. They love watching us eat food uh, on mic. Candy, yeah. Mountain Dew, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever kind of new, weird, kitschy, geek-related sometimes, sometimes not food that comes out that yeah. uh, might be interesting. There's uh, Jay will occasionally do some stuff in there on his own. I know uh, Lee will do some painting of uh, miniatures and things like that sometimes. And the Adventures of Mr. B are in there as well. Uh, AMAs. So, Carrie does AMA from time yep. to time. Oh, we've done AMAs does, in a long time. We should probably do some AMAs. Let's Lee do an does, AMA. Lee does his Star Wars AMA. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's that's where you want to go to ask him anything about Star Wars. Uh, also, uh, we have a Discord channel that is for our Patreons exclusively, and uh, that's that's a lot of fun too. It's a fun community space. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. fans. We 
you know, Fans of Geek Show, we have Geek Show in common, but we also have a lot of other interests in common. Um, there's a sports channel in there. If you like sports, there's TV spoiler, TV spoiler free channels. We got all kinds of yeah. stuff. Uh, conspiracy like, theories. There's like <laughs> got 30 those. different channels in there. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a channel for everything. And it's filled with uh, good people like yourself. So uh, go on in there. It's, it's a reasonably safe space to be. It's as safe as you want it to be. <laughs> it's as safe so, as you let it be. So go to go to our uh, Patreon. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the link that'll take you right there. Tree fitty a month. Well worth every penny. And thank you. And we're back. Okay. Um, prices are going up everywhere. Yeah. It's called corporate greed. Yeah. You can't blame any one person. All the corporations are doing it. Oh, Carrie, like, I hate... I, I do have to address something that's been asked multiple times before we get too far into this. Oh, okay. What's that? We can't, for legal reasons, stream. We'll, we'll, we'll stream the actual live show that we do from Brewies, but we will not be able to stream the movie. Oh, no. Brewies no way. Oh, for no. legal no. reasons. In live only. Yeah. So yeah. We, we have some things that we're working on to try to get the, li the actual show out to people live. If it's not live, it will be recorded and posted. But yeah, we can't, we can't do the movie. No, so. we, we were able to do that. Uh, let's see. So prices are going up, and uh, Netflix, oh boy. Well, uh, Netflix with ads. You've been threatened with this for quite some time. Oh. It's now a reality. I, Netflix with ads will cost $7 per month. That's what the launch. original price of Netflix was back in yeah. the day. <laughs> and this will launch in November. Um, so it's, uh, it's called Basic with Ads. And you'll get four to five minutes of ads per hour. Yeah, that used on... to be my performing name was basic with ads. <laughs> uh, it's the cheaper ad supported <laughs> tier launching in November. Um, $6.99 per month in the U.S. will launch in 12 countries beginning in November. The company said Thursday the new plan, officially called basic with ads, will complement the existing ad-free plans. Basic $9.99 a month, standard $15.49, premium $19.99 man uh so the ads you'll get four to five minutes of ads per hour on on like regular tv shows on movies you'll get a bunch of ads at the beginning in a pre-roll and you'll have to watch them in order to watch the movie still a lot less ads than you get at the theater i bet yeah actually yes <laughs> holy no. crap let, let me let me say that i think this isn't too bad of a deal Five five minutes of ads per hour is actually still a lot less than you get watching regular TV. Mm -hmm. Well, I here's the question though, because because um, the I pay for the twenty bucks Netflix because yeah, I too. I'm what? a password because I'm a password sharer and it allows you to use like multiple yep. screens. At Do you one want time. me to delete that? What you said? I, I don't I cut that come out. at me, Netflix. I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> I am not afraid of Netflix. Um, but so does this new like ad version? Can you only use it on like one screen at a time? I'm sure it's limited because uh, they also limited the resolution that you can watch at. It is only yeah. going to broadcast Ooh. at 720p. Oh. You don't even get full HD 1080p and let alone 4K, which is what you get on the premium $20 a month tier. Oh, wow. So keep that in this mind. Is bullshit. It is <laughs> agreed. Well, but no, I do like that it is a cost effective method. If you do just want to spend seven bucks a month and catch your stuff and you don't care too much about grainy you know film quality you watch, you watch on your phone on the toilet yeah you know if here's you're a toilet watcher but here's the th here's the thing uh a couple of things first of all netflix is all they're they're already sold out of inventory for commercials that's that's <laughs> but what the other commercial? thing was like what do you what do you think they're advertising 
I, I, I don't, I don't have their client list. I don't know, but <laughs> get that carry. But uh, Hulu, I had just your basic Hulu for the longest time with commercials, and yeah, then we same. upgraded. And I don't know if I can go back. No, I ha I had well, to upgrade Hulu to to ad free because I was watching Sailor Moon, and there were it was really harshing my Sailor Moon my Sailor Moon like vibe because I would be like. Five minutes into a show, then it's like, oh, just kidding. Here's some commercials. Then you get yep. back to five minutes. And it's, always, and it's always the same three commercials. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's what it's, got me to switch. It's, I mean, it, it's been such a pleasure to cruise through reservation dogs without any commercials. It's yeah. just been so nice. I think I would oh. I would keep ad-supported Hulu if they made it so that the ads that they showed were relevant to whatever the show was. So, like, if I'm watching, hmm. if I'm watching Firefly, only show me commercials from when Firefly ran. That, that would be cool. Period. Appropriate yeah. commercials. Yeah. Like if I pull up X Files, I want to see shit from 1992. I want to see. I want to see that coffee commercial where the two ladies are talking about that waiter in Paris. What was his name again? Shannon. Jean Luc. Jean Luc. Exactly. I need that back in my life. That's the ladies international a, coffees. Ladies at a coffee at a cafe in Paris. I just watched that episode of The Next Generation. <laughs> For us, it was five years ago. We switched to ad-free Hulu because of the Weight Watchers commercial featuring Oprah, where she proclaims <laughs> her love for bread. I oh, but that okay. To be, to be fair, I love that bread. was a hit. How can you disagree <laughs> with Oprah favorite. though? Oh, there was that they were showing that commercial like two times per commercial segment, like in I a used row. To know it by heart. Oh yeah, yeah. I, same. <laughs> I could just recite the whole thing when it came. On. Like I want, I want somebody to like. Uh, I, I feel like there's a theater student that needs to read that commercial as their monologue. That would be great. <laughs> Dramatic. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love bread. I love bread. <laughs> I love bread. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Now, this is, uh, this is interesting because, you know, Disney, they're always looking to uh, mine their properties for uh, entertainment purposes. And so you got Ryan Reynolds and you got uh, uh, Guy Nguyen are working on something called Strange World. Oh no, that's the that's the cartoons. Uh, sorry, I got I got that mixed up. They're working on the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Now, this is a theme park attraction that you probably have not heard of. Um, yes, I have. Uh, it is in oh. Japan. It is in oh, Japan. It's an entire to Mr. International Disney here. <laughs> it is an entire <laughs> park called Disney Sea. Now, I thought it was called Disney Sea because it is in fact next to the ocean. <laughs> No, well, oh. it's Disney C because you see it with your eyeballs. <laughs> but see, it's, and I was just thinking the letter C. I what it, the C but stands it stands for. for Society of Explorers and Adventurers, oh. because that was the thematics of the whole of all the rides. You've you've got the uh, the Nautilus uh, for twenty thousand leagues under Jules the sea Verne there. Stuff and, yep. All the Jules Verne stuff is there, and so that's the C of the theme. So the new project is uh, going to be based on this C idea. Ryan Reynolds is producing. He's working with Disney on this. And uh, it's uh, the, uh, let me find it here. This, the society attraction is known. It got its start Tokyo Disneyland, expanded by Hong Kong Disneyland. Detailed mythology sees its founding in 1538 in Italy and expanding around the globe as an organization that consists not only of explorers and adventurers, but also scientists, artists, and travelers. It also comes with a host of characters. And these are in, in the rides throughout the park. Harrison Hightower III, 
Uh, because in, in Japan, you know, the ghosts thing, Lee can explain this. The haunted mansion in Japan is not necessarily ghosts. Nope. There's spirits. Yeah. It's spirits. And so that's where this Harrison Hightower, the third comes from, uh, Mary Oceaneer, Lord Henry mystic, all part of the sea, the paraphernalia pop up around the theme parks and attractions. And they're adding a supernatural element to this. So uh, Ryan Reynolds will probably be Harrison Hightower. <laughs> I think uh, I do before somebody else corrects us. I think it's China that has the problem with ghosts. Japan's okay oh. with them. China, oh, okay. China is like strictly no ghosts because that's just. That's it. That's the Yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff you can mine there. If you make cool. it good. If you make it good. Oh, this just handed to me more prices going up. Oh, this is a good thing. Tony was talking about this earlier in the week. Uh, DC yeah, Comics is making their comic subscription service. Oh. Well, it's... It, it, the, they're creating another tier. Yeah, they're creating another tier. They're making it better. Yeah, uh, The DC Universe Infinite Ultra tier will go live. Oh, it's live now. Uh, $100 a year. But you will get your comics. You don't have to wait. What is it currently? Six-month wait? Six months. Three. Oh, is it three right on now? On DC, is it three? Well, I don't know DC. Let's yeah let's on DC. On DC, it's six months. Last I yeah. checked. And I thought it was six months on Marvel as well. But uh, beginning next week, new Ultra tier of DC Universe Infinite. We'll see the launch of the uh, new comics one month after they're released in stores. One. Can you believe, can you believe yeah. Marvel Unlimited's been around since two thousand seven? I know, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't. This doesn't. This is not a good move for that much money. I want uh, Black Adam's steroids. I want to hang out <laughs> in a prison cell with Ezra Miller. I want, I want to be able to smoke cigarettes with Ben Affleck after he's uh, that that like that one. I meme. want a sad cigarette with Ben Affleck. Yeah, so, um, yeah these are these prices are absolutely ridiculous. Well, the regular tier is still going to be there if you just want if if you don't care about the first month. So you still have your six month delay. Oh, so uh, I can get a misdemeanor charge with, with Ezra. Yeah, Marvel, yeah, yeah, Marvel, yeah. Marvel has moved up to a lot of their titles hitting after ninety days, and oh, no. I oh, really? think I think this will I think this will then push them to to a month. And I'll bet they do a new tier as well. Just, okay, yeah, just that's, like this, it's fine. Okay, here's yeah. the whole here's the whole list. Ultra tier will also introduce over five thousand titles from various DC imprints starting in mid November, which include collected editions, DC Black, and Vertigo. Uh, ultra subscribers will also get one free physical comic book upon subscription, renewal, or upgrading to the new tier. The first free comic will be the deluxe 30th anniversary edition of The Death of Superman. Wow. And for all members, regardless of tier, issues of Mad Magazine and DC Graphic Novels are available as of today. So you can get old Mad Magazines in there. For that price, you got to let me smash both Marthas. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I think uh, I, I think I need to get to work on that screenplay of the night Shannon and I walked to every Maverick in downtown Salt Lake City looking for the death of Superman at two in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you can get it for ninety nine bucks. Um, yeah, the remember, other thing that was going to be our retirement plan. That was everyone's yeah. retirement. Then, uh, remember, right? we, we finally Yo, we Shannon finally found one. We finally found one with the armband intact, and we're like, oh, yeah, this was definitely worth the five hours of walking. <laughs> this is be worth millions one day. Yep, everybody but, thought that. But luckily, we um, were high. That was so, we that were made it fun. So, I mean, the nice part about going to every single Maverick in Salt Lake County looking, walking, 
is that we were able to you know keep fueled up on nachos and chips and candy while we we're going. <laughs> you know, adventures first stop That's at right. second stop at third stop, stop. <laughs> so the other thing to keep in mind with this ultra tier is 99 bucks is the introductory price mm-hmm. that is available till the 28th of november after that the price goes up to i think 130 mm. uh, for, per year but they also said if you sign up on the introductory price you keep that for life until you cancel so every year it will be 99 bucks after that and it it's it's up. interesting comparing the two because i know like marvel unlimited if you do the yearly thing is about 70 bucks it's really inexpensive when you break it down that way yeah but what i will i will sign up to any service that allows me to um just jump to the next story in a crossover title because yeah. i oh, haven't yeah, found yeah. one that does it yet and if i'm if i'm reading onslaught I need to be able to go to the issue of New Mutants that's queued up next, not to the next issue of Uncanny X Men. I and they just yeah. they just don't do that, and it neither, drives me and, bonkers. Neither guys, service and, does and that. It's so it's frustrating. Only, it's only eight dollars and twenty five cents a month. If you hmm. that's the thing. If you if you read a fair amount of comics, something like this uh, mm-hmm. is I mean, that's totally two worth comics, your, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's two comics two a month. Hmm. <laughs> I just say support your local comic book store. Anyway, well, there's definitely that. If you like the physical, you know, if you like holding it, then this obviously isn't going to be for anyone that likes Jay. holding it. Jay and I like holding it. <laughs> Together? Well, sometimes. At the same time. On, on Zoom, as as, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Carrie, doesn't, <laughs> Carrie doesn't mind holding it. He just doesn't want to look at it. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> How do you admire the artwork if you don't look at it? <laughs> All right. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Um, okay. News for DC fans. This is actually good news for DC fans. All right? Is the power hierarchy about to change? I don't change? believe you. No, this, this, is, uh, this is good news. Uh, Legion of the Superheroes. You like the Legion of the Superheroes? Love them. Yeah. All right. Well, you're getting a movie, uh, not live action, animated, but a movie nonetheless. Oh, that's good. That's I. I think that's the best way to do the, the uh, yes. property. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, so, Supergirl headed to the 31st century with Legion of the Superheroes, upcoming animated feature due out early next year. Uh, Meg Donnelly voices stars as uh, Supergirl. Harry Shum Jr. as Brainiac Five. The cast also includes Darren Chris as Superman, Matt Bomer as The Flash, Jensen Ackles Bomer. as Batman. Is this American oh. Horror Story? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like it, doesn't Sounds it? Sounds like it. Uh, Kara, devastated by the loss of Krypton, struggles to adjust to her new life on Earth. Her cousin Superman mentors her and suggests that she leave their space time and attend the Legion Academy in the 31st century. <laughs> you know what? Well, there I'm are clearly no dealing... people of color. I'm tired of dealing with this. There's a yellow Just... guy in there. Oh, know, stop alien, it. Though. There's a and blue one and a, and a blue, blue one. one. He's telling okay. her, I'm just See, sick this of this. Is, this this is the shit that pissed me off. Look there's at an shit. Asian one. There's, no a, div- there's a green no guy. There's a very pale person. There's a very tall guy. There's a little guy, too. I think, I think the guy tall with guy. the white the white cloak might uh, might have some brown skin going on, but I just can't tell because they highlighted him completely Caucasian. Right. One's a guy on fire. Yeah. That guy's on. That guy's on fire. Fire. That's Terrence Howard. From, wow. That's, <laughs> oh no. That's, well, that's first. The... That's first uh, war machine. <laughs> mm. 
While in the 31st century, she makes new friends and a new enemy, Brainiac 5. Meanwhile, she must contend with a mysterious group called the Dark Circle as it reaches for a powerful weapon held in the Academy's vault. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to see a um, bouncing boy. Well, let oh, me see. Here's, here's some of the cast. So useless. Okay, here's some of the cast. <laughs> Cynthia Hamdi as Dawnstar. Gideon... Well, uh, Who's matter eating lad? Well, I'll, I've got the list. <laughs> okay. Let him get to it. <laughs> uh, Gideon Adlin as Phantom Girl. Eli Henry as Bouncing Boy. Hell no. You, you do no get ways. it. He needs a friend named Twerk Girl. So yeah. his power is he Played turns by Megan in, the Stallion. His power is he turns into a ball. Yeah, and he bounces around. And bounces. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Damon as Timberwolf and Brainiac 4. Yuri Lowenthal as Monel. Eric Lopez as Cosmic Boy and Chemical King. <laughs> Chemical King? Oh, God, the names of these are just great. He's know, just a right? scientist who got a little ahead of himself. Darren <laughs> DePaul. King of Chemicals. <laughs> Darren DePaul as Brainiac and Solomon Grundy. Uh, oh, Grundy, hey. Grundy wants pants, too. <laughs> Lucky you. Ben Diskin as Arms Fall Off Boy. Oh, <laughs> and Is that Brainiac the same as too. TDK? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, essentially. Uh, Victoria Grace as Shadow Lass. Jennifer Hale as Allura. Daisy Lightfoot as Triplicate Girl. <laughs> and and Zeno Robinson as Invisible Kid and Brainiac 3. There's no matter-eating lad, but they put I'm Bouncing sorry. Boy in there? You got Armfall yeah. Laugh Boy. Not He's a Bouncing that's, Baby Boy. That's like doing <laughs> X-Men without Chamber. What are they thinking? I know, oh. right? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> All right. Hmm? I want to see Slug. Where's Slug in my Slug X-Men? should be in there. Uh, more DC news for you. Uh, uh, Michael Beach, Joshua Colley, and Lindsay Gort have joined the cast of the Dead Boy Detective series on HBO. Oh. The Dead Boy Detective. I feel like you're making up a lot of these things. No, they they guessed it on an episode of Doom Patrol, and they were amazing. Yes. Uh, Beach will play Tragic Mick, a melancholy walrus trapped in a human body who helps <laughs> the dead boys out. This sounds like me. You guys are just like picking nouns out of a hat. Yeah. I'm so glad Welcome. that Carrie got that that DC Comics Mad Lib superhero generator. <laughs> I know, Welcome right? To DC Comics, just grab hey, some words and put uh, them together. Okay, he's a teenager caught in the. I need a name of an animal. Walrus. walrus. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I need an, I need an adjective. Tragic. <laughs> Tragic Mick. Uh, Kali has been cast as Monty, an affable astrology-loving teen who can see ghosts and falls pretty hard for Edwin Payne. Uh, <gasps> Gort will round out the cast as Maxine, a quirky librarian in Port Townsend with a big messy secret. How <laughs> messy read. is it? It's messy. She's a librarian I, and she can't read. Maybe so that's most, people, <laughs> most people are thinking I use this picture because I love this episode, but mostly I pick this picture because it has Danny in the background. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Is that Danny back that's there? That's Danny in the background. Yep. Who's Danny? Danny the Street. Danny the, Danny, street? Danny the street, and then Danny the Brick, and then Danny the Ambulance. So it's You should sun- definitely uh, I, give Doom, Doom Patrol a shot, Rebecca. I think you'd I, really like it. No, I have. I, oh, I've okay. watched like the first six episodes. I just There's a oh, lot of content. I think, I think yeah, episode seven has Danny the Street in it. Yeah, you're yeah, like you're one close. way. Yeah. Is you're, well, no, I'm like. Is he really a street? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> he's a he's, living street. No. Oh, he's a, he's no, a street. They, where, they, they, they. That's right. That's right. They. 
it's non-binary a non street. It's a non-binary yeah. street, but but it's just so it, so it's a one way or no, it's a two way. Yeah, it's no, a two it's, way. it's an any way you want street, and <laughs> it's a street where misfits and people who are rejected by society can go and live in safety. See, and if, if you thought and the, the army words... the army hates the air force is okay with Danny the street, but the army hates yeah. Danny the street. So that's true. If you thought the DC names and stuff were weird, just watch Doom Patrol and you'll get a, a heavy dose Absolutely. of weird. Yep. That that yep. it's their extra it's their extra weird. Yeah. You should all be watching Doom Patrol. It gives yes, no Fs. Uh, new season coming very, very soon. Uh let's see. Uh, oh, and uh finally this. Brendan Fraser is out on tour uh for his movie The Whale that he is in, which is getting great reviews apparently. And uh he was finally asked about Batgirl because mm. he was he was a firefly in it and he described the situation as tragic he said it doesn't engender trust among filmmakers and the studio uh, he said of the merger casualty taken for tax purposes uh, it's too bad Leslie Grace was fantastic she's a dynamo just a spot-on performer uh, just the antithesis of doing a straightforward digital all screen thing. It was, it was big and it was real. They ran fire trucks around downtown Glasgow at three in the morning. They had flamethrowers. It was the biggest, it was a big budget movie, but one that was just stripped down to the essentials. Everything that the director shot felt real and exciting. He's disappointed. Yeah. As I'm we all are. Too. That we're not going to see it. He said he's up for another mommy movie. <laughs> of course and he I, is. I read of about like how those movies just destroyed his body, and I'm surprised yeah, I would say, for another I, one. It would have to be like he, like it would have to be like his son or something. Like Lost whatever they do, doubles. like whatever they do for Indiana Jones for yeah. Harrison Ford, do that for Brendan Fraser. Yeah, I think it should oh. just be you know Rachel Weisz and, and the kid, and then he comes in every once in a while and goes, "You two are doing great." <laughs> <laughs> well, I just like he because he kind of really just got screwed. Oh yeah, he really Brendan did. Fraser. And like, yeah, if you if you don't yeah, know did. what happened to Brendan Fraser, there's a really great interview that he did with. Oh, what's the magazine? GQ, maybe. Yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to find it, but he did an interview where he essentially just explains everything, and he was essentially like, sexually harassed and called it out, and then got blacklisted. And black yep. Yeah, yep. blacklisted. And, and also was had a bunch of uh, drug issues because he got. Because his back injuries from the the mummy and other the things. Mummy. Yeah, because exactly. he did his own stunts. Mm -hmm. And the you know? and the trifecta of that is he had a, at the time, especially in the early two thousands into the teens, he has a, a teenage son with autism that he devoted most of his time to taking care of and raising. So I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, he's just a good dude, just a yeah. great guy. And if you've seen his like however long, however many minutes standing ovation that he got for the whale, and he does his little aw shucks oh, kick, kick because the people will not stop clapping. Like, but then he starts, on. but then he ends up, and then he ends up crying. He's the nicest guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, is if he you like see our Tom Hanks? Kind of. And then like you see interviews where like, um, this one girl got a chance to like interview him and she was like, we're just so grateful and we love you and we're all on your team. And he's like, well, thank you, ma'am. Cause he was wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> he's just I still love him nice... and bedazzled. My God, oh. bedazzled is incredible. Oh, it really such is. A good movie. On so many levels. Elizabeth. Yes. And no, <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley in her bag. Oh, she, she also, I think she's a vampire. She looks the same. What was Could that be? one? What was that one he was in with? Uh, um, where he he came out of a 
bomb bunker after like oh, 30 last years. Oh, last year with past. Alicia Silverstone? Alicia Silverstone, And, and, yeah. and, and Christopher good, Walken. That's a classic. Right I watched there. that one a lot. I never saw it because I just was fearful. And <gasps> it's tender. <laughs> that's so good. That, that's it's all. a good movie. It's pretty I just, good. Yeah. 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 I just, to each their own. I'm fearful of bedazzled or whatever it was. Blast, Blast from the from past. past. All right. After these messages, we'll be right, right, right back. What happened to your toy? A giant gorilla came in my room and broke it. He ate too much. An airplane crashed into it. At Tonka, every toy we build is built not to break. So your kid can use his imagination playing with the toy instead of making excuses for it. Teresa, what happened to this dollhouse? Nothing. A toy shouldn't break just because a kid plays with it. Star Trek! This is the exploration pod of the USS Enterprise, part of the Star Trek collection, each sold separately. Star Trek! This is the Klingon cruiser and the Vulcan shuttle. Vulcan shuttle has a breakaway cockpit. You can pretend they battle through space as you send the Enterprise to the rescue. Star Trek! USS Enterprise, Klingon cruiser and Vulcan shuttle from the Star Trek collection, each sold separately by Mego. And we're back. Okay, got to raise a glass. Two of them. Oh, no. I only have the one. I I thought I sent you There's two of them in now. No, no, I only have one glass. I can't raise two glasses. I got got both things. All right. Uh, Robbie Coltrane, Tragedy. Hagrid. Uh, Just so many, like, funny roles. Let it ride, baby. He did a lot with Rowan Atkinson. Mm-hmm. Funny dude, funny dude. Uh, so uh, raise a glass to Robbie Coltrane and Angela Lansbury this week. Yep. yep. Also Mrs. another Potts. one. Mrs. Potts. Mm. She was, uh, she was, in her first movie, she was 19 years old. Wow. And she was always beautiful. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I, I read, the, I, I listened to this interview with her uh, that they replayed on the radio and um, she was always like, I never, I knew I was never going to be the starlet. <laughs> and I guess they always like cast her as way, as somebody way older than she actually was. Mm-hmm. All yeah. the time. She, she also told a story that uh, her daughter in the sixties was hanging out with this bad crowd, this really bad crowd. And so we decided to get her away from it. And we moved to, I think it was Scotland or somewhere. And that bad crowd turned out to be the Manson family. So, oh, did yeah. you did you read about um what she did on Murder She Wrote? How she intentionally tried to make sure they cast older and aging actors, yes, because, yeah, so that they had the opportunity to be on TV and also maintain like their insurance and pension and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's wild about Murder She Wrote, and I think wild in general. Like I remember reading that Lucille Ball made the lady that played Ethel on I Love Lucy dress frumpier and maintain like five more or 10 more pounds than mm-hmm. Lucille Ball at all times, just mm-hmm. as an ego thing. But like Angela Lansbury was in her fifties when murder, she wrote came out. And I remember when that show came out thinking, well, let's see what this nonagenarian's up to. She solves crimes again. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. She always now, seemed so much older than she really was. Uh, I, she wasn't solving those crimes. She was murdering all those people. <laughs> yeah. That you think that's I, what it that, was? That, yeah. yeah. It's a great theory. <laughs> Well, and she, if you want to see her in a great performance, the Manchurian candidate, she plays a Oh, villain. the mom. She's the mom. She's the mom in the Manchurian candidate. And so evil. Just yeah. perfect. All right. That's awesome. What did we consume this week? Who wants to go first? Oh, I, I could go first because I've only got like two things, really. All right. Go. Uh, one, 
I talked about this last week. Carrie, you must go watch the uh, the latest uh, Tales from the Territory because oh, it yes. is it's the Andy Kaufman thing, and there is so much more to it than yeah, like <laughs> um, all those old school guys have such a great respect for Andy Kaufman and his like just true love of the of the business oh he's and, a huge fan of and wrestling yeah. he was all okay so you know uh, you know how like uh, they pretend it's all real that's yeah. a thing that's a thing called kayfabe that's what they call it right hmm. and, and he respected the kayfabe so much oh absolutely okay that like after his first match with lawler in, in memphis he laid there and was like <laughs> I need an ambulance. <laughs> I need an ambulance. And, and Lawler's like going, we can't afford an ambulance. It's $300. And, he goes, and he's and, and he's like laying there going, I'll pay for the ambulance. Okay. And he paid for the ambulance and stayed in the hospital for three days. What? Yeah. And worked the, the, uh, the doctors. So they thought that he was actually injured. No. Mm-hmm. And right. you got, and that's just a a small, just snippet of how crazy and cool this story is. It's well, on Vice, I'm, the Vice TV. Uh, if you just watch one episode of this, mm-hmm. because it, like, and they all credit Andy Kaufman as the like why wrestling is as big as it is. Today. Oh, absolutely! He helped uh, rescue it. Yeah, but that was that was all part of his whole philosophy about showbiz was that commitment to the bit you yeah. you make them believe that it's real no he, and he, yeah it's and, he, and there's a lot of stuff about andy kaufman in there and uh i would just he did a he, he did a live show on on uh, uh, uh i can't remember the stage in new york live show in the big theater how do you get to uh, practice 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 anyway where he brought out his music teacher from when he was in third or fourth grade. And this little old lady comes out and he's got a live orchestra there. And and he says, I remember you used to do this dance and it was so fun. And and we got the little pony horse here. So would you do that dance for me? And he starts leading the orchestra and and doing, and she's trying to do the dance and she's trying to keep up faster, faster, faster. And she has a heart attack on stage and they purposely, left her out on stage by herself lying down for five whole minutes which is an eternity in the theater right Uh does she actually have a heart attack she convinced he convinced everyone she had a heart attack right to the point where it was he you know he like you know calling doctors and everything and the doctor shakes a head and they cover her up and they leave her body out there (laughs) oh that is for five minutes and then and then he comes out and starts doing a dance around her and and like trying to faith heal her oh my god yeah and he's and he does a whole faith healing thing and she sits up and everybody realizes that they've all been had yeah (laughs) well and they actually there's they uh carnegie hall thanks yeah uh uh, lawler and him are actually like super yeah super good friends and he's like he i guess he's you know he was like uh, just told uh, Jerry the King Lawler. He's like, well, I don't really want to make people laugh. I just want to make them feel very uncomfortable and question everything that they see. 
Oh, Letterman. <laughs> you know? Letterman was convinced that it was real. Like they would come on Letterman oh, to, to spat so, and feud with each other, and he's like, "That was only yeah. it, it was only one episode." But you know what? Also, Letterman calls that the famous episode. Really? Mm-hmm. Because he's like, "That is the episode of our show," and it was mm. in the first like months mm-hmm. uh, of the David Letterman show, and he's like. You are the you guys are the reason I'm famous. Yep. So anyway, I would just it's so interesting. I would just watch it and um, writing it down right now. Yeah, yeah. Please, like Carrie, especially you, because I, you know, you're a Kaufman fan like me. And um, the the only other thing that uh, I'm finally catching up on the new season of Rick and Morty. Oh man, this season it is brilliant. So that dinosaur episode. I haven't got there yet. So good, but um, genius. I think they finally jettisoned uh, their, you know, devotion to the the crappy fans. <laughs> in a way, it's it seems almost like a different show. I think the mm-hmm. the writing feels it, it feels much sharper. more fresh than last year's. Yeah, and, I um, liked last year's. Don't get me wrong, but this year's no, me too. is just it's on another level. It's just Rick excellent. and Mor- Rick and Morty is the um, Rick and Morty writer to Marvel writer pipeline because yeah, exactly. pretty much everyone who works for way. Rick and Morty goes on to write for goes on Marvel. Marvel. And that's a that's a right. that's a Dan Harmon show, right? Uh-huh. So yeah. mm-hmm. yep. Community was also a pipeline, a Dan Harmon show uh, pipeline from Community yeah. straight to Marvel. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm just loving it. Like I Same. I I forgot that it was on, and I started. I was like, oh, and uh, I, I think last night I got home from Keys and I watched like six episodes. <laughs> so, yeah, loving that. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jay, you want to go next? Or? Uh, there's yeah. There's a bot in the chat. There's a bot in the chat. <laughs> oh, sh- yeah, that's actually what I've been watching, guys. There's a lot of porn. That's why we got a lot of bots in the chat. That's what it is, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? No, I have it's no that, idea. It says Putin didn't find girls with us. <laughs> yeah. What? From 69mega.com. Whoa. It's blocked. All right. Blocked. All right. So. <laughs> blocked. No, I want to um, see what they, they had to say. Kind of. Yeah. That was it. I kind of want to know. I wanted to, to engage. You yeah. let one bot in, you have to let all the bots in. So. That's just, that's just true. Um. I'm with I'm with Shannon. I, I I'm finally uh, catching up on Rick and Morty, and I I agree with you, man. Like um, season five wasn't. I'm not you know I'm not I'm not like a huge Rick and Morty fan, but it was it became to the point where I was like leaving it on in the background a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know I remember just kind of like I had to rewatch season five like twice because I was not paying attention to it. But this fit this season feels much sharper, and it feels like they're paying attention and and um. And they're they're kind of giving oh. a middle finger to their audience. And yeah. uh, if you watch the She-Hulk Marvel finale, they're kind of doing the same thing to their Ooh audience. Boy. And I love it. So yeah. I, I, I saw that. We'll do, do a also, deep dive on that. Do you also feel like they're um, trying to redeem Jerry? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> In a way? Yeah. yeah. No, because like Jerry is unre- Fuck Jerry. I think we're also... <laughs> I think we're also starting to see a lot of creative teams coming back from the pandemic and re-gelling because it seems like a lot of shows are starting to fire okay. on all cylinders again. Like they're going, oh, Could be, yeah. okay, we're I get, out of isolation. Let's do this. And right? they get to sit in a room together? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that, you guys? <laughs> I, I like what? this. Uh, we, yeah, I know. Lee will, Lee, that's why everybody wants to Lee know why we'll to... never... 
he never will leave the house. We can't October yeah. we'll, October 29th, Shannon. Yeah, we'll never get him to leave the house. Um, well, also is Handmaid's Tale. It's still it's still out there. It's still good. I'm. It's 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 messy, y'all. This last shit. Like me and my <laughs> wife, we watched that shit. Yeah, this season is messy. Is yeah, I know, but um, and then like we have to palate cleanse. We watch. Uh, you can't go to bed, like. And watch, like you can't watch Handmaid's Tale and then just go to bed and no. maybe try and get and maybe yeah. try and get some booty. Like you, nope, can't. you cannot. <laughs> no one's getting laid after Handmaid's Tale. And like, if you do, so, maybe reassess some things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we watch Abbott and season two is it oh, Abbott Elementary. Good. It's just strong. Oh, I, very I good, love it. Very good. For, for a second, I thought you meant. <laughs> I thought you said Abbott and Costello. It's like, <laughs> it holds up in the mood. What? It's it's been a hundred years, but it holds up. <laughs> and um, I know we don't do I know we don't do sports on here, but um, the feeling you're about and, to. <laughs> yeah, the Redeem Team, the Redeem Team documentary um, is wonderful. If you if you do love basketball, and I know our fan base is primarily from Utah, so I know y'all Utahns love you some basketball. Watch this Redeem Team documentary on Netflix uh, without the ads, preferably, and um, <laughs> you will enjoy it. It is, it is, it is some basketball. It is some U.S. America. It's it's, it's a good feeling. Um, and then, uh, last thing I've been watching, I finally caught up on Obi Wan. I've enjoyed that, and oh, An- yeah. Andor is is just oh. so mm-hmm. much fun and so What's- tense. Was that it's the so la- tense? Was that the last one this no. week, or is there one Mid-season. more? No. There's, There's six more episodes. What? Six more episodes. Yeah. Yeah. What? Three, yeah. three, three episode story arcs. So you have an establishment episode, you have a suspense building episode, and then you have a payoff episode. So each three, you basically get uh, what four movies out of this? Mm-hmm. It's it's well, it's really good. I yeah. this week's episode just blew me away. It was awesome. Right. The it stakes was so are high yeah. every episode. Yeah. I would just say they, to my, they could be going to get a drink of water and like the stakes are high. <laughs> I'd go next. All right, yeah. Lee. That's all I, got. Uh, I would say with Andor, um, if you're one of those people that passively watches a show while you're texting on your phone, you can't. Well, mm-hmm. you. I, my my wife was proof that you can, um, but then don't ask what's going on. Just, yeah, right. just go. That's why. Just go. Go in the other room. That's why I'm three else. episodes behind on Andor because yeah. I am too distracted, and I know I cannot be that, distracted. Yeah. No, I. So uh, with, when I was watching it last night, I turned off my phone. Yeah. No, I. I. I have this thing, and it and it drives my family nuts because they're all very connected to the outside world. I turn off the lights. I turn off the phone, and I watch the show. And because what? of that, sometimes I fall behind <laughs> on things because it's like if you guys can't be quiet. I'm not going to hang out with you because they want to hang out and watch the thing and have a party. And I'm like, shush. For one, I have hearing problems. I can't shush. hear if there's background noise. So just do me the kindness. Let me watch the show. So anyway. Do you not put um, captions on? I do. I want to hear the performance too. I, yeah, I can't right. see without the subtitles on. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but, you know, there's even if I can't hear the words precisely, I can feel the acting and the emoting. Uh, She-Hulk, without getting into any spoilers. Holy broke. shit broke the mold and kudos and thank you for having a target and and hitting it and playing that target so wonderfully for so many weeks because they fell for it hook line and sinker and it's it's like beautifully done but uh, also it was so john byrne it was such the john byrne 
Oh yeah, run we'll of a, She-Hulk. Yeah, we'll do a deep dive on this last episode um, here. Since since I was AWOL for a few weeks, uh, Werewolf by Night is probably my favorite thing that Marvel has done. Period. Rebecca and I talk about that on the latest Spooky Time Club. It was a ton of fun. Um, for my birthday, my wife said, "What do you want to do more than anything?" And I said, "Let's watch all three extended editions of Lord of the Rings." That's a long birthday. It only took 75 years, but we yeah. got through it, I'm telling you. Um, and with that, the season finale of season one of Rings of Power, they pulled some twists. They took some turns. I, I applaud them for that. Um, I'd also like to say to all of the neckbeards that will not stop screaming about how much they hate it, that's cool. Go on. Keep hating it. That's fine. It's just fine. fan fiction. It was made for me. <laughs> all right. And, uh, and I've waited. I deserve it. And uh, also, um, Ben Linus, I'm sorry. Oh, I will not get in the God. sub with no. you. Nope. We, we hit the season you trust five. Ben Linus. We do not. We got to the season five finale, and that mm -hmm. poor little rat boy is stuck, realizing that John Locke is actually dead, and whoever mm -hmm. the hell's been talking to him all that time is somebody else. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's in the shadow of the statue. Yep. I'm done. Oh. And you never will. <laughs> and this right. book is good. <laughs> yeah. What's that say? I the Middle Earth these. Traveler. Yeah, I got Lord uh, of the Rings. I got these books from Alan Lee and John Howe. It's you know, it's more more Lord of the Rings shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Who's go. next? Uh, Rebecca Tony. I'll go. Okay. Who's Rebecca Tony? <laughs> That's my alter ego. That sounds like a, a, a Tony. It sounds like an, an Italian dish, doesn't it? Rebecca Tony. Rebecca Tony. It's an unholy fusion of Rebecca and myself. Nobody it tastes like change. a Mountain Dew. It's color out of space. If you've yeah. seen color out of space, <laughs> it's like a, a fresh Parmesan. I, I did like Rebecca Tony. Tell yep. me when. I just want to uh, point out that it is it is actually a uh, uh, national. Uh, Italian Heritage Month. That's okay. Hey, got a job. <laughs> so, so Chris Pratt, uh, he's he's you know this is his month. So this you is know, this is Jeremiah Lupo's day to shine. <laughs> <laughs> it's All right, uh, uh, me Mario. I've been uh, watching. Oh, guess what's back? Welcome to Flatch. Oh my mm. gosh, I love that show. It's you and me, Tony. Oh, so hey, no, me too, you guys. Uh, uh, it's on Hulu. Uh, it, it's on Fox. Okay, yeah, but you can watch, I watch it. it I, I actually watched the Who Sunday night TV? stuff live, um, but Shannon. the fact that they—I uh, love Jamie Presley so much. Oh, yeah, they brought her, and, in and on they've last added her is so. I didn't think yeah. I was like I don't. I didn't think this cast could get better. Oh, yep. now it's yeah. better. No. Yeah, welcome to Flatch. High quality season two so far. Really loving it. Uh, Rick and Morty as well. We've already gone over that, but loving that. Um, my favorite reality baking show, back for its final hurrah, because Netflix is stupid, nailed, nailed it. it, got four more episodes for Halloween, and now it's gone for good. It's but, okay. But they're, bringing, Tony, they're bringing out um, an Easy Bake Oven Challenge baking show. But does it have but, the but same a, hostess? If you want a real baking show disaster, though, just go watch Mexican Week on Great British Taco, Bake Off. Pico de Gallo. <laughs> No, Taco. hold on. Let me grate the skin. Let me peel the skin off this avocado. Yeah, do you see them how they peel an avocado? It's insane. That's not how Wait, you what? do it. Oh yeah, they no. Watching, like they, watching they British people a... try to do Mexican food. Peeling is... it like it's a potato. Like a potato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. That's it's, it, it, can't, it. Can't be. It can't be as worse as New Englanders trying to do any type of Mexican food. <laughs> Taco night. Taco yeah. night. Oh my god. It, that's pretty right. much it. I just need some more Nicole Byer and Jacques, Jacques Torres 
watching people who don't know what they're doing try and make something mm. very meticulous. And, and <laughs> that's what that's what I need in my life. Um, so yeah, nailed it. And then um, what was the? Oh, oh, guys, Yellow Jackets. I watched all yeah, of boy. Yellow Jackets season one last week. Mm-hmm. My it's wife and I could not get enough of that show. Holy yep. cow! And that's and just like. Back. Just like uh, Jay was saying, that's not one you can watch and then just go to bed. We had to have palate yeah. cleansers. <laughs> you got to have a palate cleanser. Facts, bro. Facts. But, man, <clears throat> Yellow yep. Jacket, the music, both the ap- like the atmospheric music that the composer makes and their song choices. Yeah. All great. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah. The acting, just top notch. The story, I don't know what the heck's going on. The last two episodes, just, just really turned our brains inside out and yep. uh, i can't wait for more it's gonna be great rebecca okay um since i was gone last week i've got a little bit of a long list um i finally finished stray it only took me two months um, that's a video game video game i definitely sobbed oh man Aww. i sobbed uh i <laughs> loved it very much um the series finale of kevin can f himself Ooh. Phenomenal. I was fist pumping. I was I'm, so hyped. I've been letting that build up in the DVR, so we're going to binge it now that it's done. Yeah, it's, oh man, that last episode was, mm-hmm. it's going in my list of perfect finales. Ooh, it was, really? It did a phenomenal job. I may have um, to ask you off off the air about this. Anyway, go ahead. Um, a couple of Netflix movies I watched do Revenge. Uh, if you, I heard if about you, this like um movies about rich high schoolers uh this Whoa. one is <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah that sounds awful it, i've been it, living that i've been living that <laughs> it's just fun to watch like this unreal universe of obscenely rich teenagers at, at their private high school but Blech. um pays a lot of <laughs> it pays a ton of homage to all of the teenage movies that have come before it so surprisingly hilarious too um, Luckiest Girl Alive, starring Mila Kunis. Uh, it's based on a book that I read, and I remember giving the book like five stars on Goodreads, so I decided to watch the movie. Um, there, the movie does need a content warning. It is about um, a rape survivor, mm. uh, but uh, it's uh, it's all right. It's interesting. Uh, right. And then I went to go see the movie Bros. Uh, because it bombed so bad, I felt bad and had to go see <laughs> it. It, it looks really cute. It is really cute. It's a it's a formulaic rom com, um, but instead of a hetero couple, you have a gay couple. And yeah. the movie itself really pushes the narr- really pushes on you the idea that gay stories have been erased from our history, and it is time to bring those to the forefront. Um, so really touching. Really, you know, it's a typical formulaic rom com, and you haven't se- we haven't really seen rom coms in a while, so this. Really scratches I pre- that itch. I predict that that movie will be a hit someday. I think it's going to be one of those yeah. right. bombed I, at the box office. Later but on, comes it'll back. do really yeah. well. There yeah, was did. a great there was a great article written by in the Los Angeles Times, and they talked about how like even though how Bros kind of bombed at the box office, but it's a necessary and important trailblazing movie, and the, and the emphasis on the trailblazing part is just like movies like this need to be made because the more that you show mm-hmm. it. It's allowed to be messy. It's allowed. To, it's allowed to be clunky. It's like it's one of the first of its kind. So it's just like they're going to make mistakes. They're not going to get everything right. But this is the reason that we should go see these movies mm-hmm. so that we can make it better. You know what I mean? So and people that, can learn exactly. from it. 
That's well, the thing I, about this movie is it is, and when I was in my seat at the theater, I, the whole time I was thinking, this movie's not for me. I am not right. the target demographic for this movie. But I still really enjoyed it, and I am glad I got to see it because it's a side of romance that I never, ever get to see. And I, right. and I absolutely love What's-His-Face on the street. Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner. But I, I love him. And, uh, you know, I just, man, I just, I didn't even know that uh, Black Adam was in the theater. Right? It's I'm just not. Like, <laughs> it's this, yeah, it's, it's next week. Not. I think. Oh, but, I, but I've seen a trailer <laughs> every goddamn time I go to the movies. Um, um, and then, yes. I was going to say, Shannon, if you like Billy Eichner, you should see that uh, show that he did, uh, Terrible People. Terrible or People, awful I've people. watched. Yeah. So good. God, see, I started watching so that and then I stopped for some oh, reason. Oh, so good. Anyway, so Rebecca, is... go ahead. Uh, and then um, the last movie I saw was Bodies, 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 which was hilarious. Uh, a bunch of teens stranded at a mansion during a hurricane and murders that are, murders are happening. It's kind of like Gen oh. Z among us. Oh, I, I I listened to it like a whole interview with the a bunch of the people involved in that, and it sounded really interesting to me. It mm-hmm. it's hilarious. I yeah. really I really enjoyed it. But was that uh, on a streaming service? How do you watch that? No, I had to buy it. Oh, yeah. All right, but, extra. Yeah, that Oof. and Star Trek: Next Generation. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I saw three genre shows that were so good these episodes this week and we've talked about them all but one Andor, that episode so, so good it, it may be my favorite star wars right now and again yeah. you, you, it's proof that you don't need to be in a theater and you don't need the force to be a good star wars movie yep so there's that uh she hulk was perfect so and good. we'll we'll do a deep dive on that i loved it so much oh, Low, uh, star trek lower decks this episode was a uh, holodeck episode but for it was fanboy service for people like me there were so many little subtle jokes in there and visuals that were callbacks and funny lines you know what is this strange alien of the week time and things like but the best line was uttered by george takei who said the horsey's going to bite you now (laughs) (laughs) just loved it just fucking loved it and uh, not a genre show, but uh, it's on Apple TV, and all ten episodes are there now. If you like Yellow Jackets, if you like that kind of show, I do. Bad Sisters. Oh, another interview I heard about. Like, yeah, that's yes. like really cool. The What's the this? the finale the finally dropped. Somebody? This is the one where it's 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 so very Irish. It's frightening. It's uh, uh, five sisters, right? Five sisters, and uh, they all have their different situations going. But uh, one is married to a very not physically abusive. That was the interesting thing. He's not physically abusive, but he is abusive with words and actions and all of these terrible and fi- things, and like financially and financially. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. just a just one of the best TV villains that you'll ever see. And also claims to be very religious right yes yes exactly yeah, of course the first episode starts with him dead okay oh, then it goes good. into a kind of a time <laughs> yeah, shift okay. you know past and present kind of thing so it's perfect for, like i said it's like yellow jackets that way mm. and you you follow the story along and these women try to kill this guy uh unbeknownst to the to the their sister that's married to him <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh this, show, so you this show favorite. has this show has bono's daughter Bono's daughter is, yeah, and she's she's uh, very good. She's and, very Bono. good. And also, this guy uh, apparently just escapes death. Oh. 
there's a there's a funny line that they say toward the end of the series where she says Ah, it's like trying to kill the damn roadrunner. Road <laughs> wouldn't, uh, wouldn't Bono's daughter be named Bonnie? Come no, on. her name is Eve. And, uh, uh, get one, out. One of the ladies, <laughs> one of the actress, one of the actors is, she actually wrote the show. She wrote the whole show, yeah. yeah. The, the lead actress. It, yeah. It's, yes, it's based on like a Belgium, uh, a show from... Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those where they, they cycle in different markets. Right. What, Rebecca? Um, I just really want to quit. I forgot a show to mention like super quickly, oh, but you reminded me uh, the final season of Dairy Girls is on Netflix and yeah. I watched that. I'm going to watch that this if week. If you haven't watched Dairy Girls, Love it. one, watch show. it with the subtitles on, but yep. uh, phenomenal. Jay? Uh, yeah, I just want to bring this up because I do know that the majority of us on this uh, on this show do love uh, some Pat Oswald, And if you guys follow him on Twitter... He has a great story that he it's the he calls it the best celebrity encounter you've ever read. He's he's been he's doubled and tripled down on this. And I just want to share this with us. I, uh, please, uh, I would like I would like to share this with you um, if, if I may. So the greatest celebrity story ever told by Mark Haynes and retweeted aggressively by Patton Oswalt. As a seven-year-old in about 1983, in the days before first-class lounges at airports, I was with my granddad in Nice Airport, that's France, and saw uh, mm. Roger Moore sitting at the departure gate reading a paper. I told my granddad I'd just seen James Bond and asked if I could go over so I, go, so, so I could go get his autograph. My granddad had no idea who James Bond or Roger Moore were, so we walked over and he popped in front of Roger Moore with the, the words, my grandson says you're famous. Can you sign this? As charming as you'd expect, Roger asks my full name and duly signs the back of my plane ticket, a fulsome note of best wishes. I'm ecstatic. As, but as we head back to our seats, I glance down at the signature. It's hard to decipher, but it definitely doesn't say James Bond. My, my granddad <laughs> looks at it, half figures out, and says, it says Roger Moore. I absolutely have no idea who that is, and my heart sinks. I tell my granddad he signed it wrong, and he's put someone else's name. So my granddad heads back to Roger Moore, holding the ticket, which he's only just signed. I remember staying by our seats, and my granddad says, hey, or excuse me, he says, you've signed the wrong name. He says your name is James Bond. Roger's Moore, Roger Moore's face crinkled up with the realization, and he beckoned me over. When I was by his knee, he leaned over, looked for me side to side, raised an eyebrow, and, and in a hushed voice said to me, I have to sign my name Roger Moore because otherwise Blofeld might find out I was here. <laughs> he asked me not to tell anyone that he'd just seen James Bond, and he thanked me for keeping his secrets. I went back to our seat, my nerves absolutely jangling with delight. My granddad asked me if he'd signed James Bond. No, I said. It'd gotten wrong. I'd got it wrong. I was working with James Bond now. Many, many years later, I was working as a scriptwriter on a recording that involved UNICEF, and Roger Moore was doing a piece to camera as an ambassador. He was completely lovely, and while the cameramen were setting up, I told him in passing the story of when I met him in the Nice airport. He was happy to hear it, and he had a chuckle and said, Well, I don't remember, but I'm glad you got to meet James Bond. So that was lovely. <laughs> And then he did something so brilliant. After the filming, he walked past me in the corridor, heading out to his car. But as he got level, he paused, looked both ways, raised an eyebrow, and in a hushed voice said, of course I remember us, our meeting in Nice. 
but I didn't say any anything in there because those cameramen, any one of them could be working for Blowfield. I was nice. I was delighted at thirty as I had been at seven. What a man! What a tremendous man! That's all. I, I just wanted to share that. That's awesome. <clears throat> Patton's got a new hour on Netflix too. That's very. It's fun. great. Yes, mm. I forgot I watched that. Uh, games, Tony. Let's wrap it up. I, oh, can I can I, yeah. can I interrupt oh. Tony's digital games for some physical games real quick? Sure, Lee, sure, sure. I give you permission to interrupt the important games with the <laughs> other important right. games. So Atomic Mass Games just sent me uh, Sentinels for Marvel oh. Crisis Protocol. These are the smaller Sentinels. I'm going to show you these because I put them together last night. This is the great big Sentinel, and is, is that the Master Mold? Yeah, uh, no, that's the uh, Sentinel Prime Mark IV, and oh. then uh, Red Skull with Hydra Agents is now out, oh, awesome. um, which is great. But okay, so for comparison, here here's Sabretooth. Okay, you got a little Sabretooth miniature. Here is a regular Mark IV Sentinel. Awesome. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that's and cool. he, and here is the Mark IV Sentinel Prime. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Ooh, daddy. So, so this is uh this is Sentinel for, Daddy. For X-Men nerds <laughs> and miniature nerds like myself, it's been a good week. <laughs> That's very Sentinel cool. Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. God. Uh games, Tony. All right. I didn't make up any games this time because there yeah. are so many now. weird sounding ones that they might have all been they might as well have been me making them up. Uh, this week, so we we have one called Flat Eye, uh, <laughs> Terror of the Hemosaurus, Nitro That's Kid, and Burial Dreams. <laughs> and this one I'm actually looking forward. Uh, a Plague Tale Requiem. Those there was good. the first A Plague's Tale game a couple years ago, and this is a sequel, and they're they're pretty good. Fun. So. Uh, this one's called Them's Fighting Herds. <laughs> what? Yeah. Them's Fighting Herds. But it's Amber See, like, Herd. Like I said, like I, I, I couldn't have done any better than these real ones. Uh, Marvel Snap for the mobiles. Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time for the PC is out this week. It's uh, about damn time. Dead Link. Uh, the Last Worker. The Last Hero of Nostalgia. Oh. Yep. The it's Valiant like movie. Uh, finally out on PC, we have Uncharted, The Legacy of Thieves collection on the 19th. Mm. Uh, Warhammer 40,000, Shooters, Blood, and Teeth. Well, that's an orc game. Okay. Uh, War, uh, let's see. Oh, Mario plus Rabbids, Spark of Hope. If you like the Mario Rabbids games, you're getting a new one of those. Uh, Terracotta, The Pegasus Expedition, The Tenants, Batora, Lost Haven, Hell is Others. That's not a game. That's just... That's just life. Yeah. Vampire Survivors. Park Story. The Second Extinction Official Launch. Uh, Persona 5 Royale. Hmm, what's it? Uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's cool. coming out this week. We like That'll that. That'll be cool. Yeah, new Tales from the Borderlands game. So that's good. Okay. I need to cop uh, that. And then uh, Gotham Knights is out finally this week. So it's uh, from the, one of the development teams that worked on uh, the Arkham, one of the Arkham games. Oh, I cool. love those. Yeah, so this one is... Uh, is like this one, that. This one is the same kind of thing, but you play as the Bat family and not as Batman. So you can play as oh, Nightwing, yeah. and, Red and Hood, I, Batgirl. And the character designs for uh, Batgirl that I saw. They look really she, cool. She has like several different outfits and... Uh, they're all just really cool. Yeah. 
Yep. So that that's right. this weekend game. There you go, Mister B. If you would please. So ham. Seriously, go to keysonmain.com. Get your friends together. Come on down. <laughs> Thank you for including me in your broadcast. <laughs> <laughs>